Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. episode 10 we've only gone and done 10 episodes i know <laughs> who are we actually tell you we've we've recorded more than 10 <laughs> episodes but that's the beauty of being amateur podcasters who record it in their house on like cheap ass amazon microphones <laughs> there's nothing about audio quality or sounding or mastering or anything you have to record a lot of shit before you actually um put it online (laughs) yeah you absolutely do you absolutely do oh my goodness but yeah that's the beauty of of editing ourselves (laughs) we're in charge of what you get to listen to Would you have thought last year, sans pandemic, that you'd be an episodes deep into recording your own podcast? No, no. Mm. But I'm I'm glad we're here. Mm. I'm glad we're doing it. Yep. This is style over substance, Surviving. by the way. <laughs> you got you've got to follow <laughs> us on Instagram. We survived this far. Style over substance pod, and then give us an email. Come on, we're loving hearing from you guys. Not gonna lie, it's mainly people we know. So you strangers yeah. out there, we know there's some of you in Germany. <laughs> Shout out. We're gonna start targeting people who like pop up on our analytics. Be like, yeah. oh you, we can see you listening. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the five star rating? <laughs> <laughs> I have um I've now got a laugh track. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna insert that now. <laughs> or like a little, Hooray! yeah, like intro, <laughs> an intro to a '90s sitcom. Oh, I love it! That's... I loved the canned, canned anything, basically. Yeah, canned <laughs> laughter, applaud. Yeah, all of that. Love it! Amazing. <laughs> So episode 10, we thought anniversary episode, as Scarlett mentioned, we would do like a rundown of 10 of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got different areas uh, and aspects of like fashion, shopping, things that we most love in our wardrobe, things fashion related that we like to watch. Um, and we just thought this would be a fun way of kind of like getting to know us a little bit more, um, getting to know each other a little bit more. Cause I don't think we've ever discussed any of this stuff before Scarlett. I don't think we have actually. So yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see your answers. So yeah. Mm, let's get into it. So uh, we have a list, but I'm going to scramble the list, um, to make it a bit more interesting. Let's start with our favorite item in our wardrobe. this was tough this was really tough and so I've gone through the route am I American the The route (laughs) (laughs) I watched too much American TV um I went down the route of what I've worn the most and what has probably bought me like brought me the most sort of like joy I don't know cost Um, per wear (laughs) yeah a little bit cost per wear a little bit I'm really glad I own them so much so mm. that I've actually bought like a replacement. So yeah, they're a pair do that. of um, Nike Air Force Ones. They're black, oh, okay. but the tick's got like a little iridescent lining around it. And Ooh, I cute. love them. I You get that loads really of compliments cute. on them. I love Nike Air Force Ones. I find them really comfy. And they're mm. kind of like a classic, but with a little twist. And I yeah. wore the first pair to death 
like they look so scraggly that I've managed to find like another pair on Depop. Mm, oh, um, oh god because i really need these to be in my life for forever so <laughs> that's so that the thing with shoes i like shoes that look pristine yeah um they can get a little bit worn in but i don't want them to be too worn in and that's the thing with shoes it only takes a few wears <laughs> for them to start looking a little bit tired especially when you love them yeah like the creases here and there and like the dirt and stuff Oh god, it creeps up really quickly, and I know trying to find them on Depop required some searching. Oh, I it felt. did because they're quite they're diff they're a difficult like they're not an easy they're not an easy one to find. But mm. I'm also I think what this has led me to want to do, and I don't do it because it feels really wasteful to do it at the time. Mm. But I need to start like almost realizing what my classics are because there were like there are mm. always those shoes you wear like I've got certain shoes. And like, yeah. like you said, I've now got like a pair of like um, Adidas trainers that are like absolutely just look really ragged. And bef- mm. like when they're brand new, they look really nice and they can look smart, but they can also look casual. But now they look yeah. ragged. They just look like I'm a tramp. So yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes <laughs> you need to be like, I'm going to wear these loads. Let's get that second pair like ready. But yeah, it just feels exactly. really stupid to do it at the time, but no you well, need, to. need to take it's this true. advice yeah what, you what about to. you okay so mine is not clothing but it's an accessory and initially like when I was going through like just thinking of what do I love in my wardrobe the most if I'm honest I love I love most of the stuff in my wardrobe That's but there's this one there's this one item that I use every day and that I bought it and every time I pull it out my bag it makes me smile. It sounds ridiculous. But I pull it out of my bag and I use it. And I'm like, I'm so glad I have you in my life. <laughs> and it is, it, it's, not, it's not even that big of a deal. But it's, uh, I have a Gucci card case. And I bought it. I was leaving a job and I bought it for myself. And it's yes. like the classic, I don't know, the monogram. Yeah, the monogram. And it's got dark brown leather um, around the edge. And like the classic Gucci, like green and red stripe or something. And I use it all the time. I have like my, the card that I use the most in it, my driver's license. And I just love it. Like, I love it. It's ridiculous. It's small, but it brings me, and I've had it for like two years now. It brings me nothing but joy. (laughs) So that is my, that is my item. So do you think you would rebuy it if it went if it went missing or got really dirty, do you think you would rebuy something like that? Or do you think like, because of what it represents almost, it's kind of, that's the part that makes it your favorite. Oh, it doesn't have sentimental value. I think I'd be pissed off. <laughs> um, would I another one? Yeah. You know what? I, I, I might, because it's the only card holder that I have. My other two purses are like, purses you know so it's not the same thing it's like if I had a tiny bag and I was going out I would need something smaller so yeah I would definitely rebuy it yeah next one okay okay so we've done our favorite item in our wardrobe Mm -hmm. let's go for she's doing a pick a mix guys (laughs) yeah I I have (laughs) I have a list but I'm trying to scramble it okay favorite designer Oh, okay. So I know we're all expecting for me to say Chanel. Mm. And it is, oh, of course, yeah. Chanel. But I want to say a designer that's not. And <laughs> and actually, like, if I wanted to own, like, a couture dress from anywhere, it would probably be this brand. And we both used to love this brand in school. And it's kind of like, it's Ooh. always stuck with me. I absolutely love Elisab. Okay. I would love to work for them. Their yes. dresses are yep. something else. And also like considering it's got there's a style to Elisab and there's this embellishment. Mm. They churn yep. out new designs, but you can you still know when something's oh I love them. They make like their shows it's make true. me happy. So that's that's my choice. My choice is I think it was this was probably one of the hardest questions for me 
because I don't know. I, don't, I really, honestly, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> but a brand that I always seem to gravitate towards, and I think it's because they are just like granny chic. It's like retro, vintage, also like quirky. And it's Prada and Mew Mew. And I've always had a soft spot for them. Oh. I don't own anything by this brand. Prada's a really cool, like brand it's up there with the Vuittons the like the Dior the Fendi the Gucci but Prada often Mm -hmm. isn't like on the list even though it's like got the traditional designs but like you said it's always got a twist Mm. it's always got like a funk to it it's a really clear like I think Prada gets a bit underrated at times yeah same I think it's underrated and then I had okay so I'm just gonna list off some other brands (laughs) that that I am loving one um is a a smaller brand um I think it's based in like South Africa but it's called Machosa like Chosa like the language and they have the best knitwear and like patterns and designs and it's just like print 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 and knitwear 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 and I love it and then there's another brand and she does like these really exotic like swimwear stuff I've been following her for a while and it's um Andrea Iyama okay Mm. that might be bad pronunciation but her swimwear is really like pool party and you need something that you're not actually going to get wet (laughs) yeah (laughs) it actually will say on the label you're not able to go and yeah <laughs> dry clean only I don't know <laughs> um uh, another brand that I am loving I don't know if you've heard of them but it's a brand called Pangaea or Pangaea I think it's Pangaea um I follow them on Instagram I don't again I don't own any of their stuff <laughs> but it's just something I'm obsessed with and it's like trackies tracksuit bottoms matching sweatshirt and they do t-shirts and stuff like complete loungewear but in these bright colors like bright yellow bright green and you can get the matching sets and if there was ever a label for quarantine oh yeah it's it's this brand that's what i'd be living in just different combinations of outrageous colors (laughs) um yeah that's my pick so those are your top four (laughs) <laughs> um i think i only said three. Oh, i did say four yeah okay it's okay <laughs> it's hard to choose it's so hard mm. yeah i have i have more answers like that that's just, okay okay um let's do like your dj uh-huh like you're the dj of like this conversation i know <laughs> Okay, what's the most expensive item that you have bought fashion related? So this is I uh, this is difficult because I would assume it would maybe be one of the bags that I've got and mm. I've never bought a bag full price. It's only ever been from like a, a sample sale or from companies that I've worked for. So actually mm. I've actually never paid that much for a bag. Yeah, same. This is my exact answer. In the grand scheme of things. So I actually don't know if it is a bag because I think the most I've maybe spent on a bag is like 150 quid. And I'm talking like same. bags yeah. worth like 750 pounds, like, or potentially more. Mm. Like, I don't think I've I've paid all that much for them. So I actually think the most expensive thing I own are leather chanel espadrilles <gasps> i got them off ebay they were like an old season thing they're black leather and then oh. they've got like studded metal studs that do the c's um and yeah i bought those a few years ago oh i'm learning so much about wardrobe scarlet like, i didn't I, even I, know yeah that you I, I don't wear them that ones. often i did i <laughs> didn't they definitely one of them needs like a stretch but I'm really worried to do that because I don't want to ruin them you yeah. should take it to the boutique and let them let them yeah, but I didn't you. buy it from the boutique oh it doesn't matter mate my mum uh, bought um, a Louis Vuitton bag off eBay one time and it didn't come with a didn't come with a duster bag and mm-hmm. at the time I was working in a department store and I was just like I was like can I get a duster bag <laughs> they gave me one okay Amazing. I didn't go in saying it like that yeah 
um yeah basically my answer is just like yours because i've worked for leather goods companies and stuff and other brands i've i've bought stuff with staff discount or Mm -hmm. in sample sales or as you said like ebay and things like that the most expensive bag i bought was like 160 pounds and that was because it was in sale and i bought it off the american website and i got my cousin to send it to me so it was like it was like next level like like hustling i really don't think i've spent more than this on clothes yeah i'm not like ridiculous shopper but um it was a michael kors bag and it was denim and it's got like chevrons and it's like frayed denim it's very like 70s looking actually not even seven like we could even say justin and britney like wow. <laughs> they feature a bit later on <laughs> really uh, oh my god I know what you're gonna yeah I know what that one's for <laughs> amazing yeah uh, that's cool but yeah I, it's I think I'm the same I don't really spend that much money on stuff and also I think it's that thing of we're around fashion a lot so I definitely love and enjoy fashion and appreciate mm. fashion. And don't get me wrong, if I had the money, I'd be spending like a mm. hot, a hot like dollar on net-a-porter. But I also mm. come from the stance of I know that it doesn't cost that much. Like, and so <laughs> I like I've never paid full price for like an expensive item, so I really begrudge doing that. Agree when you work in retail as well, you know, someone who works for another brand, or you know, someone who works for like one of these like T brand retailers. I used to work for one discounts on stuff, and like, so you kind of you almost start just solely buying into the brand that you actually work for, and that's how you get all this stuff for super cheap. Um, yeah, but then I think it's really important to mention things like that because when you watch YouTubers and they have these hauls, yeah, a lot of them are like really, really wealthy, but let's be real like to some extent if they're not buying their stuff with a discount they are foolish because mm-hmm. this stuff is expensive yeah. and I can't I, I wouldn't want people to think like it's normal to be able to like buy Hermes and Chanel and all this stuff full price because yeah it's so much money so much money and also like I often think this with like I've got a ridiculous bag collection but it's not mm. because I've got lots of money I used to get given a bag if it wasn't going to go to market and they weren't going to use it and if I said I liked it like I would sometimes Mm. be given it or in a sample Mm. sale you get given something I got given one when I interned at a company like I've definitely like what my bags might say definitely isn't what I spend on stuff Um, and like you said I have a whole feeling about influencers and transparency on what they spend on stuff I mean, maybe we should do some investigating. Oh, my God. We should, like, start contacting <laughs> some, see what discounts they want or how much they want to be paid for something. <laughs> Undercover cops. <laughs> um, so, so, so. Next one. Uh, I mean, we're only, like, four in, and I've, like, lost track of the ones I've asked. <laughs> it's okay. I can say if we've already done it or not. <laughs> okay. Next one. Okay. Uh, what should we go for? Um, okay, what is your favourite red carpet moment? Right, okay. Um, my, I have sort of two answers for this. Let's just reshuffle in. You can Sorry, I no, <laughs> you could probably hear, hear like um, the bin lorry outside. So I'm just... <laughs> Try to mute that technical difficulties um yeah so I have two sort of answers I have my one of the most iconic moments sort of that comes to mind is the Britney okay. Justin double denim oh just okay. like travesty like <laughs> that is something like if you think because like it's just a, a standout moment I just think it's kind of like well I mean it will stand the test of time I'm sure there'll be Halloween outfits of it for for years to come we will yeah. reference it if anyone ever turns up to the Met Ball 
or the Met Gala in denim, like that picture will come out. But I think my favorite, like classy, Mm -hmm. just think it's um, a really nice moment or more dress and look was actually Jennifer Lawrence at her... Mm-hmm. I think it was the 2011 Oscars. She was in that red Calvin Klein dress. And she just, it was super simple, just a, a simple red dress. And she looked incredible. And it was just mm-hmm. kind of that no yes. frills, um, no frills, just really kind of like simple, plain, but she just looked stunning. Um, and I quite like that that she it was minimal mm. but made like a big impact and actually I think that oh mm, yes it was when she was oh, like just coming onto the scene really simple silhouette. yeah I mm. have a feeling and she's um, got like Farrah Fawcett type hair yeah as well she just looks great like, like, and she's got a great mm-hmm. figure like and yeah. also that was when she mm. had like a less of a Hollywood figure like she had like some nice curves then and she just looked amazing. Yeah. Mm, she does. It is a good one. Yeah. She does look incredible. So like easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Thanks. Good choice. What's yours? That's a good one. Um, so mine is Rihanna cfda with the sequin that pink sheer sequin dress mm-hmm. like floor length dress and she nips had the matching out. like headscarf and then yeah nips out <laughs> and she had that pink fluffy stole yeah and i googled it because i wanted to like know what event that was and i can't remember but it was designed by adam selman and there was like two hundred and thirty thousand swarovskis on it yeah. And they had to like do them by hand. And it was, su- it's kind of like your Jennifer Lawrence. It's such a simple silhouette. It's actually kind yeah. of similar in that sense. Um, but it was pretty ballsy to come up. I mean, I mean, the likes of Cher has done it before, like to go on a red carpet with your nips out. Yeah. But um, it was bold. But I just think like it had the matching gloves, like everything was that and one fabric. And it just so, so glittery. good with her like, the, yeah the hat or like the headpiece the scarf yeah oh yeah I think it the whole was... look she pulled it off obviously mm. she pulled it off really mm. well yeah That's it a was good a good one, one. it's like it's yeah. the ones that where they make it look easy that it was put together are the best ones I think. yeah when they don't look like they've maybe been sat in a makeup chair and in a fitting for like mm. the best part of like the entire week you know it- <laughs> yeah <laughs> next question i'm gonna choose okay now okay let's get into a juicy one because we have a lot to say about this and we actually need a whole episode to fully discuss our views <laughs> on fashion competition shows <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay so there's been lots of fashion related competition shows whether it's the face whether it's america's next top model britain's next top model we've had oh god making the cut we've had oh what's that one with tan Franson? no i can't remember see that's us um there's just been a good few and they've gone on for years and there's so much money at stake but they're horrendous for the most part Like, don't get me wrong. I love watching them. But when it comes to, like, what we're sort of, I guess, referring to, like, the fashion mm. element, mm. like, you know, the kind of the Project Runway sort of thing or whatever. Oh, God, and the things well. they come up with, you're like, you don't, you would never make it. Like, there's a reason clothes aren't, don't look like that, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. it, it makes me think of, like, an end of like an end of year, like uni show, you know, where like there's always that person who just wants the shock factor of like being innovative. Mm. But like I'm definitely that kind of a person where like, yes, you can have innovative stuff that shows off how creative and how well you can pattern cut or whatever. But at the end of the day, what do most people wear? Like um, you have to appeal to like Mm. that as well. Yeah. Um, This is really hard for me because... I'm really not 
a big yeah, enjoyer we, we definitely- of <laughs> the craftsmanship on these shows. Um, don't get me wrong, the I do thing- love okay, a project so my, my view... Oh, oh yeah. My view on these is that I hate the fact that they have... I know they do this for, like, TV factor, mm-hmm. but I hate the fact that they give them, like, two days yeah. to design and, and make a couple of outfits or one look and it drives me nuts because yeah the fashion industry is fast paced but it's so wasteful because they end up making something which is so mediocre yeah so poorly put together they've wasted that fabric and they've like wasted those resources they've not even had the chance to really explore their imagination and like develop an idea and it just it's it's a waste of time they might as well just give them like a week and a half Mm-hmm. And like, let them actually yeah. come up with something, you know, worth worth it—a reflection of their skill. Ugh. Anyway, but also they normally one? use like fabric them. shops or like their fabric wall or whatever are just mm. the most <laughs> just te- like fabric is everything. I'm telling you that now. Your materials are everything. You can't polish a turd. If your fabric's crap, <laughs> like your outfit's going to be crap, and they were very like simple fabrics. Anyway, um, I could rant for hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I feel like I'm going to give an honourable mention because I kind of it's technically not like a fashion one. I'm going to give honourable mention to RuPaul because that is my happy place, and there are some tasks where they make fashion items, so you know that's my honorable mention and trying to like yeah the system um, i'm gonna go with the great british sewing bee yeah that's what i'm gonna go with it's british for one there's loads of these sort of british programs there's one for pottery there's one for baking you know um but and also i think they're not trying to be fashion designers it's people who like sewing and they're doing a sewing competition they're not trying to be doing their application to be a fashion designer. So I kind of, there's sort of a, a nice element to that for me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I need to watch that because that wasn't on my radar at all. I tell I you, the, to... dr- the dresses or the things they create are shocking. Oh, really? They're that bad? Yeah. Oh, well, I must watch this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Mine is, it's a recent one and it's making the cut. No! (laughs) (laughs) My choice because it really did entertain me. And I really feel you can see where Amazon was trying to like one up that one that Net-A-Porter did with Tam France and they were like throwing money at this competition and they were taking them to Paris and then Japan the other day. And then the next day they were going to like some next other like South Korea and then the next day they were going to some other place and then the 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 um the prize was like a million dollars and it literally they <laughs> money at the show it was comical of course Amy Campbell when she was a guest judge stole the show like yeah. she was just kicking off <laughs> of course that's oh why they gosh. hire her to do that yeah. sort of thing um but Making the cut, I disagree with who won. Um, that's another that's another thing with yeah. these shows. And I think it probably differs when you have um whether it's American or it's like British or like European centric, is the American designers tend to be like very commercial. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes look at the hey, stuff and you're so. like <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, I could get that in Zara, mate. It's a pair of shorts with a pleat in it. It's yeah. not oh anyway that was that's how i felt about the winner um (laughs) (laughs) he it it was like a knock it was a zara knockoff but yeah i'm kidding um some bits were good some bits were not so good but yeah making the cut i did enjoy it actually heidi klum she's a very cute personality and she has looks i have to say her her stylist i quite liked it it was quite fun Mm -hmm. you ready for the next one i'm ready We've got we've got my worst one out of the way. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, this is uh, more of a straightforward one. What kind of sources and publications and like 
digital media do you tend to go for what are your favorites right well we've we've probably got pretty similar ones here um Mm. uh, one thing I'll say when I was at uni I used to use a lot of WGSN but um actually nowhere I've worked has ever had like a subscription to there um Mm. so that's definitely a great one if if you're at a more trend-based company or if you're at uni it's definitely a, a great resource um and then I would say my two sort of go-to are the, the business of fashion for what's kind of going on yeah. in the job market. They advertise jobs there. So, you know, like that's where you can look for jobs, but also you kind of get the headlines of what's what's kind of the most important things or topical things going on in the industry. And yeah, then, like, like they have their like breaking news. Yeah. And I think it's quite like it's you get a quick snippet. And it's quite nice to sort of know. Um, and then I would say Vogue, just because you get all the show stuff. Um, mm. And yeah, that's the pretty much now the only place you really get show photos. Um, there used to be a few mm. websites, but it's kind of, I feel like Vogue seems to have some exclusive rights to that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I can Not like that as well. officially, but I feel like there definitely used to be like a, I feel like it was like a style.com used to have loads of like great photos of fashion shows but so I'm pretty sure that style.com was owned by Vogue like the whole Condé Nast yeah probably Empire. I don't know where so that went. makes sense but yeah good options it's, I agree with you I feel the same business of fashion is definitely a go-to I have a subscription so I think it's they do like do come out with some good pieces then I do like also when it comes to like retail stuff, I quite, I like to know like the nerdy figures, like if something's been like up on a year or like down on a year, I just like to read stuff about that sometimes. So I've recently started reading um, McKinsey and Company. They are basically, they are like statisticians and like, um, but they do like business related stuff and they kind of send you an email about retail, the state, the dire state of retail in 2020, basically. Um, so I read their stuff occasionally and also has to be on Instagram, Diet Prada. Diet Prada is just here to like, just expose and slag off as many people as possible. So it's like comic value. Those are my, my choices. Uh, next question. Have you got a style fashion shopping related small business that is kind of beyond your radar and that you, yeah, think they're doing some cool stuff? I do. Um, um, I'm not sure how small this brand is, but, um, because I think it's grown quite quickly recently with probably the help of a few influencers. Um, but it's a brand called Suzanne. Um, and basically it started like a vintage online marketplace where this lady like the owner would sell her old vintage sort of clothing or stuff that she found but then it sort of became that she created designs almost based off of some of the vintage clothes that she liked but and so they're kind of like 70s Mm. jumpsuits like kind of like nice sort of pieces but the thing that's really quite cool is that they mm. they have very limited numbers of what they produce because they don't want to be wasteful and like that's just kind of mm. like their sort of ethos. Um, I don't mm. own anything that's from really them, but cool. I love I love the style of the stuff. That's so I would cool. just look like a goober though, probably. But yeah, <laughs> definitely tag them in our show notes. Oh, yeah, I will do. Check that out. Yeah, mine is a brand um now i think it's from like the netherlands or something but it's um tija damen and it's this lingerie brand and they are quite a small business i think they're quite popular just judging by their like online social presence Mm -hmm. but um it's still a small business and they do like these bodysuits they're very like it's not a bodysuit you can just put a blazer on over the top and like go down the street it's not it's very exposing but the lace is beautiful and the shapes and silhouettes are really original and they've got really cool photography I think all their photography is like untouched like it hasn't been retouched oh, I love that. um and yeah it's just like 
I don't know if you were to start a small brand or something that like level of quality in terms of like what they put out there always seems really well thought out mm-hmm. and like photography is beautiful and yeah really cool again I don't own anything like that because I don't need right now I don't have any pressing need for like a 200 euro lacy bodysuit <laughs> but when I do <laughs> you that's where you'll go <laughs> amazing um, like, yeah like you said we'll 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 tag them in the show notes and um on instagram yeah okay next one so i'm gonna go with following on from that okay who's your favorite fashion influencers people that you're loving and that like, give you daily inspo i have three like i couldn't choose one Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> um right Okay, well, I've chosen one, um, and to be honest, they've been my favorite for a while. I um, I go through like love hate relationships with a lot of, I guess, influencers that I follow, where you kind of get to a point sometimes where you get a little bit sick and tired of how much free stuff they get, and then you kind mm. of want want as many new things as them, or want those things. And you're like, oh, you got gifted that mm. three hundred pound dress. Um, Mm. but yeah so I kind of often drop drop my influences a little and yeah yeah I think you have to be selective a lot of them a lot of like the really popular ones that I don't feel are particularly original I just I don't follow those ones because I'm like I really have to like love what you're doing and not just follow you because you're popular yeah exactly um so I really like um She's a Manchester-based influencer called Megan Ellaby. And she's just really Mm. cute. She's just, she's got a really funky way of dressing. She puts like a lot of color Mm. in her outfits, Mm. a lot of prints. Like I kind of wish that I could kind of be that ballsy often. And so it's quite like, yeah, I quite like seeing. I know, but it's just not naturally, you know, like what I would reach for. Um. But yeah, I, and her, then mm. she's got a sister called, I think, Faye, who equally is like really cool, got a really quirky style. Um, but also this girl, Megan's got like a, she's created a brand off of her, like, I guess, popularity or influence. influence. So she's got like a, a little, it started with knitwear. But yeah, I just think she's quite cool. And she seems pretty down to earth considering mm. like there's a lot of people wanting to know what she wears on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. I quite like her. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love, I love the bright colors and like, that reminds me of one of the influences I chose for today because I feel like everyone can put an all black outfit together, but you know, those ones who really are putting those wild combinations and making it look good or at least making it look fun like they're enjoying their clothes having fun with their Um, clothing and their wardrobe yeah mm, so mine is um the first one (laughs) marithia dawson and i think she's based in the netherlands and she's just like she's always got like multicolored nails with like smiley faces she's got like i mentioned her in previous episode where she's got like all these like chanel bags but like the orange one and like the tie-dye one and like the cool combinations and she does like the eBay and the pre-loved things for her bags. Um, brightly colored, wild prints. I wouldn't wear everything that she owns, but like, I really appreciate her like zest for yeah, like fashion and stuff. So she's, really cool. and she's also got kids and I'm like, how do you, how do you find the energy? <laughs> <laughs> then the next one, her handle is called slip into style, but her name is Ellie and she is like from Martinique, but like lives in Paris. And she's got like oh. a very cute style as well. And like she does really cool combinations. It's not as wild as Marianne, but similar sort of thing, like different colors and patterns and stuff like that. And then my last one is um, her name is Tamu McPherson. And I think she's an American, but she lives in Italy. So she goes to like all the Milan shows and stuff. And um, yeah she is just like I feel like she lives 
the the wealthy lifestyle does that make sense you know when you have like influencers and they get pop and then they get more money and then they start experiencing that lifestyle i feel like this is just her normal life do you know what i mean and she just yeah. has to have all this designer shit she'd be wearing it regardless of whether it was gifted or not yeah and she just lives that like italian designer luxurious lifestyle but yeah she's cool those are my top three and those ones are like i stand for yeah that's cool that we're like, it's funny that we kind of both uh, gone for people who we sort of like, like the way that they are fun with their clothing and almost like mm. inspire you to like, want to do that a bit more or be like, oh, I would never have like thought that or didn't know that that brand existed. And they introduce you to yeah. stuff and like, it's always fun. I mean, in the world of like Instagram where everyone is, I say not everyone, because obviously you get like sub factions and trends and stuff but everyone has to wear like bicycle shorts and like tailored blazers and like just like the whole boohoo look have like bbls and like lip fillers and like there's there's a really defined like aesthetic like a mainstream social media aesthetic yeah that it's not that creative it's not like anyone can say they like shopping if all your clothes is from Topshop, like it's very easy. But those people who go out their way to like really find their personal style, um, I think they're the best ones. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, they're not they're not fitting into the mold. And like, sure, they might like get on board with some micro trends or whatever. Mm. But like, also they, I don't know, people that I follow tend to be like a similar age to me, I guess, where then they're not so inclined to do like the bicycle shorts trend because I don't think I'd turn up to any event where that's what my friends would be wearing. Like, <laughs> mm, yeah, I'm not against the bicycle short, you know, I love a short I'm wearing them yeah. right now, but, <laughs> but I don't need like, you know, the bicycle short with like the blazer and then those like really, really strappy shoes. That's what yeah. I'm or like those like it. sock, sock boots, either or. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's boring now you know yeah I probably wear it but it's not like something I need to follow don't need to learn how to put those things together. you only need to maybe follow one person who dresses like that you don't need a whole <laughs> yeah. army of them <laughs> exactly and they're like their whole grid is just like nudes and beige colors yeah <laughs> neutrals yeah <laughs> uh okay so next question what is an item that is on your radar that you're like, someone gave me £3,000 right now, what I'm buying? Oh, it's difficult. It's difficult. I've, I've been weighing this up for a little while. I'm going to like, you know. Okay. And now, and now <laughs> you sort me, of... I already know. This was like the easiest question <laughs> for me. Well, because I think for me, it would probably be a bag. Mm. And like one of my most coveted things for sure is having a Chanel handbag at some point in my life. Yeah. But I'm not, that's not something I expect to kind of have in the next year or so. And also it's something that I actually want to earn. So I wouldn't want to just be given money and go like, I want to earn that in some like. Okay. We can take, we can take that aspect out of the question, but like, (laughs) what are you, what are you coveting right now? Right now? Mm. Um, I'm I'm really into shoes and I okay. think I would want it's a toss up between um some Gucci loafers, the ones that are embellished with the mm-hmm. B I've been wanting since they came out. Mm. Um or um like a little Gucci Marmont heel. Um, I quite like the mule, but I think I'd mm-hmm. probably go for like the sort of shorter block heel as like an everyday sort of like could be a sort of office shoe slash like mm. a bit easier to walk around in and negotiate mm. life. But I feel like that's something that, yeah. but I'm also very aware that Gucci's having a moment and that's potentially like coming to like... Gonna fade. Yeah. So w- will I be that excited to have like those shoes in I don't know but that's 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 my yeah. vibe right now mm, okay that's my I'm, regular I'm very much search. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm definitely on that same line of thought okay. because um 
a bag. I don't need any bags. Lord knows I have enough. But <laughs> I would I would buy a bag. It is Gucci and it's the 1955 Horsebit crossbody bag okay in in that's the name of it guys you can google it (laughs) it's in the um again it's in the um what is it called monogram Monogram. yeah monogram not a monochrome (laughs) (laughs) and it's like a satchel crossbody bag it's got like three compartments on the inside. I just love it. It just looks really like vintage and it happens. And I know it's a bag that I would love for a while because it's like, you know, those like brown bags that kind of look a bit heritage. Like yeah. they're not, it's not something that's going to be like particularly out of fashion because it's <laughs> not driven by a particular trend. It's not that yeah. uh, like outlandish. So I would get that. Okay. We are getting to the end uh, soon um next one is i think this is our last one this is our 10th one yeah it's our favorite fashion film um the one that i've chosen is a really it's a really similar concept it kind of just shows the process of designing a show Mm. um and it's the dior and i documentary with raps yes yes when i say i love that collection Mm. like I truly love it. I loved the the architecture of the building that they did the show in. I loved the way that the interiors were done with the flower walls. I loved yes. seeing his like quite an honest portrayal, I guess, of a designer. Mm. I just thought it was a really, really cool film. And it was. That is yeah. That is one of my choices as one of. Um, I just think it's yeah. if you love fashion, it makes you love and appreciate the art of what people do. Like mm. those seamstresses are incredible. Like mm. the stuff that they do and just how, you know, they're all just really professional, really, I don't know. I've got so much time. Like I would love to be, working in the French Atelier. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Like, because Raph Simmons wasn't at Dior for very long. No. But that collection, I think, really cemented him as being like, like one of the best. Like he came in and really like left his mark. I think the collection is beautiful, but it also, in that documentary, you got to see how stressful and all consuming it is to pull off something like that yeah and yeah and like what a designer is expected to come in and do when you when you come in to work for like the most successful fashion house Mm -hmm. you know um kind of you have to like link the past you know Kristen Jewell's legacy and somehow tie it in with like what you want to do at the brand yeah, it was really interesting. Um, my other two options are more like for its cultural relevance. Okay. So obviously we've got to say sex we gotta say Sex in the City, the first film, I think. I think <sighs> it's like the looks and things. It's not the fashion in those films is not something we get to see all the time in modern day films. I and also my, love uh, that they give each girl, so or like each each character yeah like their own their own distinct style um Mm. and like there's just they I don't know they just they do so much with the clothing in it like some of it I was watching the second film the other day and some of the outfits are like what is going on but like you said there's just not many films that are that playful with fashion and let fashion really like be an identity Exactly. I think it's like you get that brave when you have like all this extra money to just throw at clothes. You're like, oh, why not? Let me try it. Like I live in a bubble. I live in a cultural bubble already because all these women are like very successful. Mm-hmm. And so you just like, why not? Like, who cares? I'm just going to wear this to get away with it. Um, but then, okay, so my last choice, I was watching this film recently And the film is Men Prefer Blondes and it's with um, Marilyn Monroe and for the life of me, cannot remember the other co-star, 
but it's it's filmed in the 1950s and I don't know if you've seen a lot of films from that era, like the golden Hollywood mm. era. The Obviously, they weren't as technically advanced in terms of filmmaking, but everyone is so polished and everyone looks incredible. And the outfits, the, the two main characters, the women wear, like, honestly, like, their looks could be worn today. And, like... Yeah down to like the color of their nail polish changes depending on like what outfit they're wearing and like all the accessories they have and the silhouettes they wear and a lot of the stuff is applicable today and yeah. looks just as glamorous and amazing today the hair the styling the like everything's like steamed and pressed to like perfection and yeah, they're supposed to be quite like very charismatic, quite ahead of their time. Women, in a sense, they're very independent as female characters. Yeah. And I think, you know what? I would go as far to say that like, um, oh my God, what's her face in um, um, Sex in the City? The one who's like really sex positive. What's her name? Samantha. Samantha. I always want to say something else. Samantha, you can see um how the other actress in men prefer blondes how that is a direct like influence to samantha's character she's like very bold but very like free with her like relationships with men as well so so that was all 10 um the 10 (laughs) (laughs) hopefully that was um good listening to different format for this week we didn't have any fashion stories but we just thought we'd do something different yeah i enjoyed i enjoyed today's today's episode same and i also learned that you are really big into air force ones which i didn't realize yeah yep yep and we hoped you liked this episode guys yeah um, i've been mem i've been scarlet and we'll see you next week Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.